Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Success Life Live. My name is Eric Reed, and I am your host, and this is the radio edition of Success Life Live. So I'm glad you took a moment to join us here at Success Life Live. What we do is we gather here to create a space to grow our mind, grow our business, just dive into developing a life of success and purpose and passion. And so through Success Life Live and this radio show, it is my goal to add something of value to you, to give you something that you can take to take you and your relationships and your finance and your fitness and your business to the next level. And so I appreciate the fact that you have have chosen to find us, follow us, like us, subscribe us, comment us, whatever it is you do that you do so well. Please continue to do it because now not only are we available on iTunes and iHeart and Sketcher and Blog Talk and every place you can think of, but we're actually being picked up a little bit more internationally, which is really super fun. And so it is through you and through your liking and sharing and commenting and all that stuff that it happens. And so I'm always grateful for that opportunity. And that's why I want to make sure that I add value to you today. And so what I want to talk about is that idea of creating lasting change, or really why some people succeed and why some people fail. I mean, we've all had that experience where we'll look across the room and one group of people is is winning the day and the other group of people is sort of losing the day. Or we set out to do something in our life, whether it's lose a particular number of pounds or gain so much money or go after a job or grow our businesses or change our relationships. And we begin in and we have all of the energy and purpose and passion. Like we're all in. Like this is the year that it's going to happen. And we declare it and we buy t-shirts about it. And we put up, you know, vision boards and it's everywhere. You can't but see it and you don't know it's not going to, if you don't know it's not happening, you're a blind man. And then we fail. We like get two weeks, two months whatever, into it, and all of a sudden we're laying on the floor and there's no trace of that dream, that, that passion, that goal. So why is it? Why, I mean, really, why, why is this happening? Why does this happen to others and to ourselves and to even high achievers? Well, that's what I want to share with you today on Success Life Live, the radio edition. So we're going to title this one, Creating Lasting Change, Why People Succeed or Fail. So take a moment, get out your pens, get out your paper, get out your notebooks, put on your thinking cap, because it's time to get some knowledge on. All right. So first off, you know, at the most basic level, we as human beings function pretty basic. We're not as complex or complicated as we like to think. We're either motivated by the desire to avoid pain or the desire to gain pleasure. Now, sometimes it doesn't make sense what's happening on the outside, but on the inside, we're either trying to avoid the pain or seek the pleasure. And all of our goals and all of our desires and all of the things that we want to change in life typically boil down to avoiding pain or gaining pleasure. Now, how you relate and which one you connect to, eh, that's up to you. What I will tell you as a coach who's worked with a lot of people, it seems like the avoiding pain thing is what motivates us, but we'll talk about the gaining pleasure thing. Like, I want to grow my business so I can take this trip to Italy with my family. Pleasure-based. 
pain-based. I want to grow this business to avoid homelessness, to create financial security, and to provide a safe financial future for me and my child. I'm avoiding or moving towards. They both result in the business growing. They both involve changing what we're currently doing into something that we could become. But that idea of avoiding pleasure, I'm sorry, avoiding pain and gaining pleasure is at the heart of it. And it's what creates this yo-yo pattern in our success. Because soon as that pressure, that pain, that, that discomfort is taken off, we begin to slide. And then as soon as we have some mirror of the pleasure or taste of the pleasure or something else pleasurable pops in, we begin to slide. You know, it's, it's this idea that we're there, then we're in, then we're out, then we're back. That, ah, the pain didn't hurt so bad, so I'll keep growing. You know, I look at people who are in physical fitness and I'll get this, I'm going to lose weight. Why? Because I can't tie my shoe. Well, you know, great. And we get in the gym and we work out these routines and we're committed and we're going and all of a sudden they find a pair of slip-ons that they really like. And no longer is the pain of not being able to tie their shoe a big enough motivator. Or I want to lose enough weight to show up at my class reunion in a size four dress. And guess what happens? They go to the class reunion and on the way out the door, they pop into a five or six or an eight because no longer is that pleasure holding them. So let's talk about the cycle more than anything, this cycle that we go through. And it starts at stage one. It's kind of like hitting the threshold. It's the problem causes us such significant amount of pain that you feel pressure. You have to take action. That idea that, you know, I can't any longer tolerate this. I'm tired of, of, of not having the money to, to buy things for my kids. I'm tired of not having the, the security in my job. I'm tired of that threshold thing, that thing that comes out of the, like, oh, you know, that I want to smack my life on the back of the head because I'm not taking it anymore. So we step into that and we're like, I'm done. I'm over. I'm declaring war on this thing. And that's when we move into step two, that taking action. As, as you take action, you make progress towards eliminating the problem. You lose 10 of the 40 pounds. You, you know, start to pay off half of the credit card debt. You get two date nights out of the four done. This lessens the intensity of the pain. You begin to feel like, you know what? It's no longer on a pay scale of 10. It's now about six or seven. And, and this is where step three begins to sink in. That drive to change decreases. You're no longer boiling over. You're just simmering. You're no longer really mad. You're just annoyed. You're no longer frustrated. You're inconvenienced. And so the gas is sort of taken out of the, the, the fire. We begin to feel like, you know what? Eh, it's okay. I can skip the gym today. I can go ahead and charge something back on the credit card because there's still space. I can skip date night because we had a really good one two weeks ago where, yeah, I really wanted that extra client, but you know what? We're making it okay with our business right now, and there's going to be another one around the corner. Once you start to make progress, the drive to, to complete the change is lessened because the pain is lessened, and your motivation may continue. You may talk out loud, you're not acting on it. You're not moving. You're not going anywhere. And then guess what happens? Stage four, the problem returns. 
The problem causes such a significant amount of pain again, but guess what? You hit that threshold, you hit that frustration, you hit that moment of, I'm done and I'm not taking it anymore. So when you move from this pain-based goal-setting position, when you say, I'm not anymore, that I'm done, that I'm frustrated, that I'm overdone with gone, again, remember, we hit that threshold, then we begin to take some action, and once that action begins to show some kind of result, we begin to slide back, lay back, take it easy, think that we've got this mastered, and as soon as we think we got this mastered, I tell you what, it shows back up. Why? Because we didn't really change. We changed our behavior. We changed the external. We made a commitment to doing some things long enough to get the things that we needed to get done, get started. But who we are and what we were doing on the inside, our mindset, our beliefs, our values, didn't last. They didn't connect. We must consciously use pain to to continue to motivate, to follow through, to drive us. And then pleasure to create new patterns. We have to keep both images sort of in this teeter-totter level balance. That just because I no longer feel uncomfortable or frightened doesn't mean that the problem's solved. It can come back. I need to stay focused on it. I need to believe that. And I also need to know that now that I've gained some financial freedom, some financial security, some financial success, I feel more in control, more empowered, more hopeful. I like this new feeling of more control, more hopeful, more empowered. How do I get more of it? By staying in touch with the pain of being financially bankrupt. What actions led me from the pain to the pleasure that I see? Great. If I amplify, repeat, and magnify that, how will it change me? Where will it take me? Because right now, I may be at a pain level of eight when I used to be at a 10, but what would it feel like to be at a six, to be at a five, to be at a four, to be at a two, to be at a one, to be at a zero? Oh, wow, what would that feel? And so in coaching, when I work with clients, that's often part of what we do. It's like, I hear your pain. I hear your frustration. I hear that you're at the threshold because guess what? You picked up the phone and called me. So you're like halfway between step one and step two. And by the end of this call, I hope you'll be on step two. Is often where I think. It's like if we can just begin to take action. And then in the coaching process, in that one-on-one moment, that two to three zone, that I'm making progress, I'm achieving results, I'm gaining momentum, is really critical because I can't be on the sideline cheering and like, yay, you're doing it, you're such a big boy, blah, blah, blah. No, I have to be watching and knowing that at some point, They're going to feel that the pain has dropped, the threshold has moved down, that they've gone from a nine to an eight, and they're going to start to slack off. And that's where I have to remind them, look, though eight feels better than nine, it's still not five, it's still not four, it's still not three. And then I'll say, look, what happened during, what's changed in your life? What have you experienced differently now that you're at a pain of an eight or a seven? That now your financial fears have moved from a 10 to an eight? That your health is no longer, you know, category 10 red alert that you're going to be in the hospital, you could die if you don't correct it. And it's moving down and you're gaining health. What has improved in your life? What do you connect with? How does that please you? What does that feel like? What is the positive, the great thing that's around that pleasure moment? 
And then I'll say, great. So if we could take that pleasure, if we could take that positive, if we could take that good that we're feeling by going from an eight to a nine or an eight to a seven or whatever the number you start at is, and we could double it, how differently would your life look? How differently would your bank account look? How differently would your relationship, your business, whatever area we're working on be? Cool. So what do we need to do to stay in the game long enough to go from that seven to that six, from that eight to that five, from that nine to that four? All right, let's do that. And let's recommit. Let's not take the ga- our foot off the gas. Not, let's not coast now that we feel like we've gained momentum. Let's double down and double in. Because if I can get as a coach, or if you can get as a self-coach, awareness, that teeter-totter balance, that position between pleasure and pain, and you can reflect on both of them around your goal, it will keep you in the game. It will keep you motivated. But if you're just simply trying to either go towards something or away towards something, as soon as you gain just a fractional step, you feel success, you feel momentum, you feel a win. And you begin to back down. And you begin to back away. And we've all had that moment. We've all been there. You know, it's like going to the gym and suddenly you're able to slide into a pair of pants that you haven't for a while. And you're like, yeah, I got this thing. I'm going to reward myself tonight with a cheesecake, with an extra dipping, some extra whatevers. Yeah, yeah, it's raining. But, you know, I've been so good at the gym. I've only missed four times so far this month. I'm going to go ahead and skip today as well. And then pretty soon, because we don't identify with the pain and we haven't clearly identified with the pleasure, guess what happens? It's no longer significant. It no longer defines us. It's no longer who we need to be a part of and we let it go. Or vice versa. I'm just going to save enough money to go to Italy, take the kids to Disney, pay off that credit card. And as soon as that pleasure, that single goal has been reached, we're like, did it, got it, mastered it. And then we turn around and fall back into the same behavior pattern. Why? Because we forget the pain that we were in when we couldn't do things because the credit card debt was so high or the bank account was so low or that we weren't growing our business systematically enough to be able to have a predictable income. We focus so much on just the one side of the teeter-totter, that pleasure that we forgot what happens when we don't follow the rules. Now, I don't know if you're like me and you remember back in high school that teeter-totter thing and when you would load up one side and there would be a kid like suspended way up in the air, like, you know, top of the teeter-totter. You could probably like see the end of the playground from there. And then everybody would jump off and you'd come crashing down. We used to call it a cherry bomb. I don't know what you guys called it. You know, that was painful. It's kind of what happens sometimes with our goals. That's kind of what happens with our, our growth and our personal development. We get so focused on weighting down and putting all of the emphasis and all of our energy on one side, the pain, that when that pain is gone, boom, we crash. Or vice versa, when that pleasure is gone, boom, we crash. What I want you to be able to do is visualize both of them in perfect balance identifying what drove you out of a behavior and why that behavior change has rewarded you, comforted you, provided you a different level of pleasure, a different experience in your life, a different you-ness. And be like, wow, 
I could double this, triple this, amplify it, magnify it, quadruple it, whatever, 10x it. But in order to do that, I have to remember where the pain came from and what caused the pain and what that pain felt like and what that moment was like. And I still got to figure on the pleasure and I understand what that pleasure feeling is. And often what I try and do is get coaching clients to understand that the pleasure thing has to be more internal than being able to, you know, sit in a size four dress or be on the plane to Italy. That experience, that transformation, that new you that you're discovering as you experience those rewards, those goals, those milestones, that's who you need to connect with. Because you can tap into that any single time you start to feel as if you're slipping on your goals. So again, remember that the four stages are, are that, that threshold, then the action, then the decreased energy and momentum, and then the reoccurrence, and then the threshold, and then the action, then the decrease, and the reoccurrence, and around and around it goes. And if you want to begin to break that cycle, if you want to begin to transform your life, if you want to really begin to live life at a higher level, stop focusing on just one thing, one side of the teeter-totter. I'm doing this because I want to have pleasure, or I want to get away from pain. Instead, connect the two. Make it a fully transformative. I want to move from a 10 to an 8 to a 7 to a 6 to a 5 to a 4 to a 3 to a 1. And then what happens when you get to the 0? Well, then it becomes, how do I maintain this feeling? How do I maintain this energy? How do I maintain this life of success? And that's what success life is all about. It's not about achieving that goal, getting to some pinnacle point, being the first on the stage, the last on the stage, the highest award or whatever. It's being able to maintain that, that level of daily living that brings you success, brings you happiness, brings you joy and fulfillment and purpose and passion. Being able to live free into who you are and what you want and what you desire. And that's the goal of this radio show and the podcasts and the, the Facebook lives and the blogs and all the other ways that you can connect and, and learn and grow. And my goal was a coach and as a speaker. So I hope I fulfilled that goal today of inspiring you and encouraging you to seek out a new level of being and to grow yourself and, and learn and think in a different way. If you'd like to follow up with me directly, you can, ericgreed.com or eric at ericgreed.com. Dot com. You can meet me every morning at Facebook, at Eric G. Reed on Facebook. I do this thing pretty much every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern or through the blog or through the website. Whatever it needs to be for you to connect to me, I would appreciate it because I'd love to be your coach. love to help encourage you and your team to grow and move to the next level and break the cycle of success and failure, success and failure, and start to begin to live a life of success. Because I know you're worthy of it. I know you're entitled to it. I know it's within you. All right? All right. Well, I appreciate you joining me today, and I can't wait to hear your comments below. Click the subscribe, like, follow, tweet, whatever the button is that you're listening to on whatever medium you're listening to this on so that I know that I'm making an impact because, hey, that's what keeps me moving. All right, till we get together next time, go out and live your life with success. You are worthy of it. Bye-bye.